This spring, if you'd rather spend time enjoying your lawn instead of trying to keep it alive, there's good news. True Green is the easiest and most affordable way to get a beautiful lawn. All you have to do is water and mow, and they'll do the rest. Weed control, fertilization, aeration, and even some things you might not even think of. They'll do all of it, while you can do literally anything else. With True Green, you could have your lawn looking as good as a putting green. That's not hyperbole. True Green is the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA Tour. True Green offers a satisfaction guarantee, and they have a verified best price promise, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people guaranteed. Welcome to the CBS Eye on Money show. We are delighted. It is Thursday, December 16th. It is getting down to it, Mark. How's that advent calendar going for you? (laughs) Uh, Not going so well. No, huh? No. Mm. Yeah. Well, uh, someone got us a great gift, which I, I actually made me laugh out loud. This is a friend of ours who grew up very Catholic. So her parents were always with the advent calendar, something I knew nothing about until I ended up with a, a nice Italian Catholic girl. She sent us what was called an advent wine calendar, and it came with how many days in advent? Is it 12, 15? I don't remember what this it was. Is, you know, I went to Catholic school for 12 years. I should probably know this stuff. I know none of it. All right. Hold on a second. Let's Let's Google this. Advent calendar. Do you start Advent calendar on one or 24? What are the 24 days of Advent? Okay, so it's 24. Okay, here's the deal. So the reality is, I didn't know anything, but anyway, the the Advent wine calendar was 24 mini bottles of wine. That I can do. I can get on board with that. One for each day. It's kind of good, right? Anyway, you're halfway through your Advent calendar. But boy, yeah, I'm amazed. I, I've, I've forgotten all of this stuff. Why do you think that is? I mean, usually it's like the stuff you learn way back when. Like I can tell you that my grammar lessons that I had Mrs. Peacock in seventh grade at uh, Scarsdale Junior High School, uh, that is ground into my brain. I can diagram a sentence like nobody's business. You just block this all out. Yeah, I'm, I have very bad memory when it comes to stuff from my youth. I don't remember anything like that. But but even even Catholic school, I mean, I was older. I, I couldn't tell you what, what is that, like Stations of the Cross, Advent yeah. Calendar? I don't know any of that stuff. It's completely purged from my memory. I didn't know anything either. Um, my brother-in-law, John, got me a wonderful book that maybe I'll pass on to you. Let me just get up here and I'm going to stand up and grab it from my, it's right next to I have the big Jewish book for Jews that someone got me. And then John's book is uh, The Complete Idiot's Guide to Understanding Catholicism. Oh, I could probably use that. It's very nice. And I think that that's good. Let me just make sure. Let me look up here if I can look up Advent, if there's anything in here. Hold on a second. Altar, All Saints Day. Hold on. I, I was, I'm going to tell you a quick story. So I was a, a uh, you just said altar. That just spurred a memory of mine. I was an altar boy for all of one mass. My one of my good friends growing up, he was an altar boy, and he told me, you know, oh, oh, if you do if you do funeral services, you get to, you can make some extra money, you get paid. I'm like, all right, sure, I'll get some money. I did one mass, I got kicked off during mass. They kicked get me out. off the altar in the middle of mass because I could not stop laughing. Oh my god, that's sort of embarrassing and sort of fabulous at the same time. I think that you're too much of a questioner. You know what I mean? 
when it comes to the Catholic Church, uh, 100%, yes. Yeah. Oh, listen, let me just see this. I'm just looking at this. Mm, sacred music. Mm, Christmas. Christmas begins with the vigil of Christmas on December 24th and goes through the Sunday after January 6th, which is the Feast of the Epiphany. Did you do Little Christmas in your family or not? I'm going to say no. Okay. We're done with Christmas right now. You're really useless. You're useless, I tell you, useless. Let's go and answer some financial questions. Uh, if you would like to reach us and um, help Mark with his Catholicism and just his memory of any of this, or send us a good website, we'd be happy to hear from you. Just go to jillonmoney.com, click on the contact button. Today, we are joined by Yaz, Jersey girl from West Orange. Hi, Yaz. How are you? Are you Catholic? I was Catholic, and my husband and I, he was Southern Baptist, so we met in the middle, and now we're Methodist. <laughs> what does that mean? I need to know what that means. <laughs> so, um, you know, his his church is like a traditionally black Southern Baptist church from, yeah. from North Carolina, and it's just too happy. I, I was a Catholic <laughs> church, and, you know, you're not that happy, so we met in the middle we're Methodists. And a big thing was for me was getting our kids baptized, you know, at birth and the Southern, I think Baptist, you know, you get baptized more as an adult. So Methodists, they baptize and they have a lot of the same rituals that um, the Catholic church does. So mm -hmm. you get communion so, or not? Yeah, you do communion, you take communion. So um, not every time, but you know, certain situations. So that seemed to work out for us. All right. That seems good to me. I'm all in. Yes. What do you, what do what, we're not talking about your religion. Tell me about what's going on for you financially. How can we help you out? Yeah. So thanks so much for taking my call. I really, I love your show. Um, yeah, I do a lot of running and walking, especially with a one-year-old and, um, uh, listen to it every day. So thank you. Um, the question I have today is, and I'm probably, you're probably going to get a lot of flack from people who say, you know, you get a lot of high earners or a lot. Yeah, of exactly. Tell me, I'm a, tell me how rich you are. <laughs> Didn't always, wasn't always this way, but thankfully now we are. But um, one question I have, and I know you get this question a lot, but you know, should we be putting all of our retirement contributions in the Roth 401ks mm -hmm. or should we be doing any pre-tax contributions? Okay. Um, so Roth or traditional is yeah. one category. Let me go back in time for a second. Okay. Let's talk about you've got one child who's one years old, right? Yep. And I have a oh. four-year-old as well. And you have a four-year-old. Oh, boy. Okay. And you're married. How much do you guys make, you big fat one percenters? We make about uh, 370000 gross annually together. And then I get about thirty to 40000 in annual bonuses every year. All right. So four hundred grand. By the way, you're not in quite as good shape as um, the <laughs> listeners from the callers from last week because we had a couple in Kentucky that makes 320. Wow. So, you know, wow. you're in New Jersey. So <laughs> you're basically middle class for Northern New Jersey. Yes. It, the money goes fast. <laughs> <laughs> Just remember what Mrs. Schlesinger likes to say, rich or poor, it's nice to have money. Mm -hmm. um, okay. So 400 grand, that's a good living, which is great. Um, you're in a high tax state though, right? So yeah. New Jersey, it, you're kind of getting a little bit hammered. How old are you guys? So I'm 39 and my husband's 36. 
Tell us about what you're doing right now for retirement. Are you using a traditional or are you using a Roth? So we're all, we're 100% in Roth 401k. How about a house? Do you have a house? Yeah, so we have a house. We recently refinanced to a 2.8 interest rate. Um, We have about 410,000 left on the loan and the home is worth around 600,000. Nice. And the 2.8, 30-year or or 15? A 30-year. Okay, good. No extra payments on that. How about saving for kids' college? So we have two 529 accounts for each of our kids. Um, For the four-year-old, so we do about 500 in each in in their accounts monthly. Mm -hmm. So we have about 23,000 in the four-year-old's account, and then the one-year-old has about 4,200 in his account. Great. And let's talk about retirement accounts, like how much is in there. And you guys are both maxing, right? So you're putting 19500 Yes, that's correct. So we max out um, every year. We have about 650000 total in retirement. Mm-hmm. Most of it's in um, pre-tax accounts. Mm-hmm. Um, so about 85000 is in a Roth, either like a Roth rollover uh, okay. account or just a, a Roth that I had started many years ago when I wasn't making as much. <laughs> great, great. And you guys have a nice emergency reserve fund. You have a nice uh, a buffer for yourselves. Yeah. So we have about a hundred and I would say about 110,000 in cash in a mm-hmm. high yield savings account. We do also have like a taxable brokerage account. It has about 111,000 in it right now. And we contribute about a thousand to fifteen hundred in it every month. Holy smokes. So you're putting a thousand a month into education, a thousand a month into brokerage. Yes. And also obviously you're maxing out. That's great. You're cranking. This is fantastic. Any other debt, any um, school loans or anything going on there? No, actually. So last year I had emailed you and you'd answered the question, um, but we had about like 39000 in student loans and you had suggested we just pay it off. So I used a bonus to pay it off. I love that. Okay. And so cash flow is good. You still have, so you've got maxing out the 401k, 529000 bucks, brokerage 1000 bucks. What else is going on out there? Anything else that we need to know about? No, I mean, we don't have any car payments, so we pay cash for our cars, and we do have high expenses for daycare. Mm, how's um, so that? How much is that? It's about 2700 a month Oof. for the two of them. So. Mark, how are you feeling about that? <laughs> well, that's not a surprise to me, but people listening to this in the middle of the country probably just had a heart attack. <laughs> <laughs> They're like, wait, that's my mortgage. But that's what it costs, right? Yeah. Are you in a good school district? Can we, are you going to be able to send the kids to public school? Oh yeah, absolutely. So in next September, my daughter will go to kindergarten. So maybe a little less than half of that bill will will be out. Thank freaking God, right? (laughs) Yeah. So do you guys have life insurance? Yeah, we do. So we have, we have about uh, 2 million each. So half of that is in like a separate, account that we got through Policy Genius and the other half is through our jobs. Great. And estate documents? Yes, we do. Getting the smile and confidence you've been dreaming about all from the comfort of your home isn't a total mystery with Bite Clear Aligners. Just don't be surprised if all your friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. 
Bite Clear aligners are doctor directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus, they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. So Yaz is really the question about Roth versus traditional, right? Yes. Mark, Are you doing the right thing? <laughs> Mark? Uh, as I like to say, all Roth all the time. And you've already got a very large chunk that's pretty much all pre-tax. So I think you're definitely going to want to be doing Roth. Yeah. I think so too. And what's interesting is, I mean, I think that you have this sense that one would have the sense like, oh my God, it's $400,000. We have our top bracket is 32%. But I mean, you might, might have some relief if the SALT limitation, the state and local tax limitation is lifted. So there could be some help for you there. But most of your money, the bulk of your earnings is being taxed at the 24% rate. Yes, the very tippy top, yes, is at that 32, but you're really more in the 30 and the 24. So I agree with Mark, especially since so much of your money is already in the, in your retirement money is in the traditional. Mark, what about when we've got an extra thousand bucks that is freed up next year after kindergarten? Should it go in the 529 or the brokerage? What's your recommendation, sir? Per child, $600 is a good number. $600 each child per month. So Mm -hmm. they can divert maybe, you know, a couple hundred dollars to that and jack that up a little bit. And then I would put the rest in the brokerage. Yeah, me too. Where is the brokerage account? Uh, Schwab. And you're just using index funds? Yeah, like index funds are like the ETF, the total uh, market ETFs that they have. Um, But yeah, low cost funds. I mean, you are in such good shape. You really are. You know what's weird? Tell me about how you feel because you live in a high cost area, but you also live around rich people. Does it make you feel like, oh, we're not doing well or do you feel okay about your position? I feel okay. I've always been a saver. So, you know, I think both my husband and I, we never, we didn't come from money. And so mm-hmm. we saw the struggles there. And, and you mm-hmm. know, when I was young, you know, my first job out of college, I was making $24,000 a year you know, living in Washington, D.C. Dude, look at you you now. Your bonus is freaking 30,000. Isn't it like weird? Do you pinch yourself sometimes? It's kind of amazing, right? It's it's crazy. And we really like our jobs and and we work for really nice employers. So I mean, like my employer hired me when I was pregnant. So like, they're just they're just amazing. So yeah, so but you know, I'm always afraid that something, something could happen and something will happen in the future. And so, you know, I understand. I feel quite pleased about this. I have to say that we've done uh, three interviews today and all three people in their thirties who are kicking ass. Mark, this is a very good sign, isn't it? This is our audience. I think, yes, it's it's good to hear that you say, like, I never like I never thought I'd be in this place. It's also great to know, like, hey, I'm in this place, so I don't want to squander it. I, I do have one other question. Um, so, you know, my husband's an only child, and I know that at some point financially we're going to have to support his parents. Um, and I love them. And, you know, just wondering, trying to save as much as possible, you know, just in case. But mm-hmm. 
you know, what are some things that we should be doing? Like now they have a will and everything because, you know, we made sure that that happened. But yep. I just want to, yeah, is there anything that we should be doing to, you know, sort of prepare? They're, they're young. They're 60, but like, you know, in 10, 15 years. You know, I mean, they're still working, right? Yeah. So my father-in-law still works and my mother-in-law is disabled. So, she's- hmm. you know, I think that the most important thing that you can do as supportive kids is to, you know, make sure they're making good choices along the way. So it sounds like you did that with the estate planning. When your father-in-law is ready to think about retiring, obviously the idea around when to claim social security, you know, encourage him to wait as long as he can until his full retirement age, because that will give them more money, you know, over the course of their retirement. And then from your perspective as the kids, I would say the most important thing you can do is build up that brokerage account. So again, you know, in the next five years, the your whole scenario is going to change because all that money from the daycare, which, you know, not all of it because you'll have babysitters and stuff. But let's say you had in today's dollars an extra $2,000 a month. At that time, you're going to build up some of your 529. But the brokerage account is really where you want to have access to money that's already been taxed to help your in-laws. That's what I think is important. Okay, good. Thank you for joining us today. Awesome. Thank you so much. Appreciate it. Well, if you would like to come on the program, all you need to do, go to JillOnMoney.com, click the contact button, JillOnMoney.com, click the contact button, tell us your question, and then we'll get you on the air, Mark will at least. You can follow the Eye on Money program wherever you find your favorite podcast. Do check out our other podcast. It's called Jill on Money. Mark Talercio is our co-host and executive producer. We are distributed by Viacom CBS. We drop episodes every Tuesday and Thursday, and it's getting down to it, so you better get ready with your year-end planning. We have got to get you going, all right? So thank you so much for listening. Do something nice for someone else today. Curiosity, compassion, community. We'll talk to you next week. If you like Money Watch, you can listen early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus in the Wondery app or on Apple Podcasts. Prime members can listen ad-free on Amazon Music. Before you go, tell us about yourself by filling out a short survey at Wondery.com survey. Survivor 46 is here and so is On Fire, the only official Survivor podcast. And we have a twist this season. The winner of Survivor 45, D. Vyadaris, will be joining us every week. We're going behind the scenes of the biggest moments, the how and the why things happen, and the strategy and analysis you can only get from someone like me, a Survivor winner. Listen to On Fire, the official Survivor podcast, wherever you get your podcasts. Listen to Blood is Thicker, the Hargan family killings, wherever you get your podcast starting May 8th. Access episodes early and ad-free with 48 Hours Plus on Apple Podcasts starting May 1st.